Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I am in the middle of planning my own unconventional surprise budget micro wedding in the middle of a pandemic. So, if none of your friends are planning a wedding like yours, you're in the right place. So, on today's episode, I want to get into reasons why you might want to have a surprise wedding. As I shared in the My Wedding Story episode, which is episode one, and in the trailer, I am planning a surprise wedding. Um, and I know that's kind of strange. Not everyone does it, it's uh, unconventional, you might say. And I think a lot of people, when they first hear that idea, they might think, you know, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to surprise people with your wedding? But there's actually a lot of really good reasons. Um, and a lot of it has to do with just decreasing stress and drama and making your wedding really fun and all about you. So I'm going to go into those reasons today um, about why you might want to have a surprise wedding of your own. But before I do, let me just define surprise wedding for you in case this is totally new and you've never heard of it before. A surprise wedding is basically you would invite your guests to a function. Sometimes it's an engagement party, a birthday party, summer barbecue, New Year's Eve party, whatever. You invite them to a function. They think they're showing up for one thing and turns out, surprise, it's a wedding. You go up to the front, you say your vows, you get married, and then you, you know, you party like usual. Um, yeah, so it's a surprise for the guests. It's very important that it is a surprise just for the guests, not a surprise for the couple. So this is not a situation where a wedding is being forced upon the couple and it's, oh, surprise, you two have to get married today. Or a situation where, you know, just one member of the couple is surprising the other with a wedding, unless you really, really know your partner or you're part of some weird reality TV show where that's the concept, definitely both partners need to be on board with the surprise wedding idea. So if you're interested, let's get into the reasons why you should have a surprise wedding. Okay, so I have six reasons why you might wanna have a surprise wedding. Some of these reasons are gonna kind of bleed into one and the other just because they're all really related. So I might bring up something that fits into reason number one and also into number four, 
you get the idea. Anyways, let's get started. So reason number one why you might want to have a surprise wedding is because there is no input from friends and family. And I know initially that sounds awful. Like, what do you mean? I don't get to talk to my friends and family? Yes, true. But what I'm talking about is no input. So that means nobody asking you questions about flowers or cakes or food or tables. Nobody saying, oh, you should go to this place. This is where I got my cake or, oh, I got my dress here. There's no family drama. There's nobody telling you what you should do, asking you a bunch of questions, because as far as they know, you're not planning a wedding right now. So they're not asking for updates. They're not trying to give the, any advice. It's just not even a thing. Of course, if you're engaged, you're probably still going to get some questions like, oh, hey, have you guys set a date or what are you thinking? But as long as you come up with something that's sort of like, hey, you know what? We're just really enjoying our engagement. We'll let you know. Um, that should hopefully satisfy most family members and friends and they'll leave you alone. They'll get the hint, but they won't be giving you a ton of extra advice that you didn't ask for input or asking you questions. Basically, you just get to avoid all of that. Reason number two why you might want to have a surprise wedding is because there are no expectations and there's no pressure. One of the hardest parts about planning a wedding is the expectations. You feel like you have to meet some predetermined level to make sure that your wedding, you know, is a success. That everyone has to be super happy. They have to love the food. They have to be comfortable. They have to be entertained. They have to think you look gorgeous. Everything just has to go off without a hitch. All this pressure, you know, people trying to put different family traditions on you, cultural traditions saying, oh, you know, you, you should invite so-and-so and oh, but you're definitely going to be doing a father-daughter dance, right? All of this stuff. And that can really weigh on a couple in the months leading up to their wedding day. That makes it tough. That makes it really hard to plan when you just feel the weight of all of these expectations and all of this pressure from your friends and family, your culture, your religion, just on your shoulders. So the nice thing about a surprise wedding is sure, you might still feel that a little bit if it's, you know, internalized pressure or expectations, but you're not going to have people actively telling you about those expectations or actively adding that pressure because they don't know you're planning a wedding. Which leads perfectly into reason number three to have a surprise wedding, less stress. Generally speaking, surprise weddings are a lot more low-key, they're casual, they're intimate. As I explained in episode one, my ideal wedding is going to be at a family member's house. We get married out on the balcony, and then we go inside and just have a great dinner with our friends and family, a small group of us, and it's going to be super informal, you know, still really special, it's still a wedding um, you know, we still want to show our loved ones how much we care for them, but it's casual. It's chill. You know, nobody's going to be showing up in black tie. There's not going to be a whole, oh, okay, well, now we're in a church and then we're transferring over to a reception space and dances and stuff like that. It's just, it's a little bit less stress. That being said, if you do want your event to be more formal, you can definitely do that. You can tell people, hey, we're holding a black tie New Year's Eve party. It's, you know, it's a big gala. Please dress up and, you know, meet us at this ball. And some people might suspect you're holding a wedding, but maybe not. Maybe that's the kind of couple you are. You throw swanky parties. My partner and I certainly are not. So <laughs> nobody will blink twice if we say we're having a barbecue at my aunt's house, because that sounds like us. <laughs> so it's a great way to keep the stress down um, by doing a surprise wedding, just because naturally speaking, they lead to more casual and intimate events. Um, also because, you know, going back to the first few reasons, nobody knows that you're planning that event. And that definitely decreases the stress if you're not having to answer to people, put up with their expectations and their input. 
So reason number four why you want to have a surprise wedding is because it's all about what you two want. Like I said, these reasons are all bleeding together, but when you take out that input, the expectations, the pressure from friends and family, all you're left with is you and your partner. So you two are the only ones making decisions and you can really design the day around what you want. You don't have to get input and advice from all these other people, you know, parents or grandparents or friends, family, sisters, cousins, siblings, all those people. It's not about them. It's about you two. And honestly, that's what every wedding should be about. But it's a lot easier when it's a surprise wedding, especially if you're the only two who know about it. You are the ones making all the decisions, coming up with all the ideas. And it's really nice to be able to center your wedding on not you know, what Instagram tells you you should want, what your mom's telling you, but just what you and your partner actually want. It's a great opportunity to sit down together and say, hey, what does this day mean to us? What does it look like? Why are we getting married? What sort of things are going to make the wedding feel special to us? Reason number five to have a surprise wedding is that there are fewer pre-wedding events. Now, depending on who you are, when I said that, you might have freaked out and said, okay, nope, no way, not having a surprise wedding. But if you're like me, a little bit more introverted, don't really love the idea of hosting parties or being the center of attention at parties, then this can actually be a really big pro of having a surprise wedding. So if you have a surprise wedding, odds are nobody is going to be throwing you an engagement party, a bachelor, a bachelorette party, a you know bridal shower, any of those other things because they don't know you're getting married. So why would they think to throw you any of those parties? So again, if you're like me and all of those parties sound horrible and you just have, you know, no desire to be the center of attention, you don't want to go out and get something that says bride on it. You don't want to get matching outfits. You don't want to be coordinating, you know, okay, who's paying for the room in Tahoe and where do we put the money for the drinks? And oh, nobody's showing up and oh, they're not organizing it, but I want them to, but I, but I want them to want to, because I don't want to, like, it's so much drama. Believe me, every wedding group I'm a part of on the internet has people complaining about how these days don't go exactly to plan. And if you just want to avoid all that, a surprise wedding is a great way to do it because nobody will think to throw any of those parties for you. It's perfect. My sixth and final reason to have a surprise party is just because it is extra special. It's when you hear about people who have done surprise weddings and the looks on the faces of their guests when they realize that it's actually a wedding, People freak out. People are beaming. They're so surprised. They're so happy to be there. It's just this really extra special event. And they get to, you know, go home and call their friends and say, oh, you can't believe it. Like, you know, I thought I was going to a birthday party and it turned out it was a wedding. You know, people are stoked. They're so excited to be there. They also are so honored that, you know, you wanted to spend that special day with them. And the cherry on top of all of that is that they are so excited, so honored, so stoked to be there that they forget to complain. You know, nobody's looking out for, oh, I can't believe they picked those centerpieces or Ugh, this is the runner they have going down the aisle. Nobody's thinking about that because they just just found out it was a wedding. And all they're thinking about is, oh, my goodness, it's a wedding. It's a wedding. Ah, we got to you know find our seats and, and pay attention. Somebody's getting married. So it really helps people to be in the moment and celebrate, you know, what's really worth celebrating, you and your partner getting married and not worrying about all the little things that honestly don't really matter that much. All right, so those are the reasons to have a surprise wedding, but what are some of the cons? I've put together a list of four cons reasons why you might not want to have a surprise wedding. 
So the first one, pretty obvious, you have to keep it a secret. It's not going to be a surprise if you go and tell everybody. So if you're a person who loves to share, you know, as soon as you get some good news, you've got to call all your girlfriends, you've got to post it on social media, chat it over with your mom and your best friend and all that stuff. This is going to be really hard, especially if it's a surprise wedding that's not happening for months or, you know, even a year or more down the line. That's a really long time to keep a secret. So you have to think, you know, am I the kind of person who can keep a secret that long? Do I want to be able to keep a secret that long? Do I want to be able to tell people about all of my, you know, different wedding planning and other experiences leading up to the day? If you're the kind of person who really wants to be able to share that outside of, you know, a very, very tiny group, then maybe a surprise wedding's not for you. The second con about uh, having a surprise wedding is that you miss out on those pre-wedding events. Now, you might be thinking, wait a minute, didn't you just tell me that was a pro? Yes, so this is one of those ones that is a pro or a con depending on who you are. For me, definitely a pro. Skipping out on you know, a bachelor party, a bachelorette party, bridal shower, engagement party, being able to skip all that is a huge pro to me. I don't want to figure out what to wear. I don't want to figure out a guest list or what I want to do or any of that other stuff. But if you're the kind of person who like is living for those events, you've been looking forward to them. You have your group of friends all ready to go. You know what you want to do. You have your outfits picked. Then it might not be possible if you have a surprise wedding. It's not to say it's impossible. You could, you know, have a super early bachelorette party and just say, oh, you know, we haven't planned a wedding yet, but let's just do it. Your friends might get suspicious. They might go along with it. You don't know. Or you could do it after the fact. I've heard of some post-bachelorette parties, especially in these COVID times when people are having to have smaller weddings. A lot of people are pushing those, you know, sort of party fun events till post-wedding. So if you are set on having a surprise wedding, but still really want to have your pre-wedding events, you can find a way to do it. It's just a little bit harder. The third con of surprise weddings is that you can't share in the planning process. So this is similar to the first con about needing to keep it a secret, but one step further is that you can't have people with you in the planning process. Um, this is really tough if you, you know, had always wanted to get all of your best friends together to help, you know, put together invitations or do the flowers, or if you had wanted a huge entourage to come with you as you tried on your wedding outfit. That can be tough because, you know, if you start inviting people and making it a big event, then your wedding is no longer really a secret. <laughs> of course, you can have a small group. You can tell a few people about your plans and involve them in all of those wedding planning experiences. But if you did want that big group, that's going to be hard to do with a surprise wedding. But remember, you know, the more people you involve, the more input and advice and questions and expectations you're also involving. So every extra person you tell about your wedding brings all of that with them. So you really need to weigh up who needs to know, you know, how important is it that I have 15 people come to my suit fitting versus maybe just two. <laughs> Lastly, the last sort of big con of a surprise wedding is there is a huge possibility that you will get no money beforehand and no gifts. Ugh, this could be huge. If you are not paying for your own wedding and you are planning to get money from maybe your parents or grandparents, godparents, you know, whoever in your life is going to be funding your big day, if they don't know you're getting married, they're probably not going to drop off some money for you, obviously. And, you know, maybe they'll give you some money after the fact, like, oh, hey, we had wanted to pick up the bill for this, so here's a check. But 
they, they might not, you know, they don't really have to. They can look around and say, oh, well, looks like they were able to pull it off without our money. Guess they're okay. So there's a chance that you're going to miss out on some of that money ahead of time. Again, like I said, there's probably some people that you are going to want to tell about your surprise wedding, possibly your parents, you know, other people who are super close to you. So they could still contribute. You know, if you're letting your parents in on the fact that you're planning a surprise wedding, they could still give, you know, whatever money they had earmarked for your special day. On the other side, though, there's a very good chance that you're not going to be getting any gifts. Ugh, tough one, I know, but hear me out. I still think the surprise wedding has way more pros than cons. But of course, if you're inviting people to, you know, a New Year's Eve party, they're not showing up with gifts. They don't, you know, you don't bring gifts to a New Year's Eve party. Um, you, you know, you don't check somebody's registry. You don't go to Target or Macy's or wherever and, and buy them a towel set or a blender because that's just not what you do for New Year's Eve parties. If you had your, you know, surprise function, if the guys was an engagement party, sure, you might get some gifts, but you're probably not going to get the level of gift that you would get if people knew they were coming to a wedding. Again, like the contributions, you might get some gifts after the fact, you know, I think a lot of older relatives who are a little bit more steeped in the traditions would think, okay, definitely need to send a gift afterwards since it was a wedding. But you also might get people who say, you know what, sorry, can't do it, can't afford it. You didn't tell me it was a wedding. That's on you guys. Or, hey, you know what, it was a pretty casual event. I'm not going to shell out 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 bucks for your wedding gift. Sorry. So if you're okay going into your big day, knowing that you might not get money ahead of time and you might not get gifts afterwards, then that's cool. But if those are things you're really, really relying on, then a surprise wedding might not be in the cards for you. Last but not least, I want to go over some tips for if you are planning a surprise wedding. So we've gone over the six reasons to have one, gone over the cons or things you might be missing out on. And after all that, if you're thinking, you know what, surprise wedding still sounds pretty good. I'm interested. Ashley, where do I go from here? Here are some of my tips. Um, caveat being I am only in the middle of planning my own surprise wedding. So I'll probably build on these tips in a future episode, but here's what I've got so far. Okay. Tip number one, you want to be on the same page with your partner. This is huge. And it would be my probably number one tip for all wedding planning. We see in a lot of wedding media, you know, social media, magazines, movies, TV shows, everything that, you know, if you're in a hetero couple, it's usually just the bride and everyone says, oh, it's the bride's day. And, you know, the woman takes off and does all the planning and the guy just has to show up, you know, be on time, don't be drunk, show up. But I really want us to push against that because honestly, it's kind of crap. Like why, why is it the woman's responsibility? Why does she have to do it? You know, that's ridiculous. It's the guy's day just as much as it is the girl's day. And he should be, you know, involved in all the planning. And even if he wasn't socialized and he doesn't have opinions on things already, he can learn. He, you know, he knows what he likes to eat. He knows what he likes to wear. He could figure out things. And I think it's really interesting to get um, a, a guy's opinion on some of these things that we don't usually ask guys about. So Tip number one, absolutely you need to be on the same page with your partner, especially if you're thinking about something as unconventional and unique as a surprise wedding. That's really big. You know, if your partner is not, you know, big into weddings or, you know, all he knows about weddings is a couple movies he's watched and his cousin's wedding he went to three years ago, he's probably never even thought about a surprise wedding. So it's super important that you guys sit down and really get on the same page about this. Is this something you both want? Is it something you can both commit to? 
get him to listen to this episode so he can hear the pros and cons. Um, and I apologize for speaking to the hetero couples because of course for gay couples or, you know, non-binary couples, same thing applies. You both want to be on the same page and uh, hopefully you're like that for the rest of your wedding planning, your wedding and your marriage. But definitely when it comes to the idea of a surprise wedding, you both need to be totally 100% committed to it. Tip number two is to tell some people about your surprise wedding. Now I know that kind of goes against everything I was saying about, you know, the more people you tell, the more input and ideas and advice and unsolicited advice too that you would get. But I do think it's important to tell some people. So think to yourself, who would be really upset to find out that it was a wedding and that they didn't know ahead of time? Automatically for me, you know, my mom is the first one that comes up and my partner's mom. I know they would both really be sad if they showed up and found out it was a wedding and that they had no involvement in it beforehand. Of course, they'd be super excited for us and happy that they're attending. But I think there are some parts of the wedding planning process that they would want to be involved in and that, you know, I would want them to be involved in. So for you, you know, maybe it's a parent, a sibling, a friend, a godparent, whoever it is, but you might have a small group of people that you want to tell that you, you know, think would be upset or otherwise bothered if they didn't find out till the day of, and also people that you might actually need during the planning process. So like I was saying, you know, one of the cons of surprise weddings being that you might not get those monetary contributions you were planning on. If you tell people, you know, like parents or whoever who were going to contribute, then they can help you with the planning. Or if you want, you know, your dad to come with you when you try on tuxes, or you want your sister who owns a bake shop to make your cake, you know, things like that. Those are the people who you would probably want to tell. And of course you want to keep that circle really, really small, stress to them that this is a secret. It's a surprise. Please don't tell anybody. It's just us. Um, and you definitely want to agree with your partner who those people are. So they don't go, you know, blabbing to aunt Stacy and you were like, Oh, we weren't telling aunt Stacy. <laughs> so you definitely want to, again, be on the same page with your partner. My third tip is to try to do your surprise wedding on a short timeline. Now, the reason for this is that, first of all, there's less chance for other people to find out. If you're planning a surprise wedding for, you know, two years from now, that's a lot of time for people to, you know, accidentally see, I don't know, your browser open when you've got the receipt from your caterer in it or, you know, flowers getting delivered to your house, things, you know, whatever. There's lots of chances for people to find out. There's also lots of chances for you to spill the beans because it's really hard to keep a secret that big for that long. You know, if you're planning a wedding for two full years, you're probably going to want to burst and tell someone or just share that news somehow. So that can be really tough. So I would suggest if it's possible, try to do it on a short timeline. Um, that way you'll also get less questions of people being like, oh, hello, you've been engaged forever. What's happening? Tell us. <laughs> so if you can do it uh, with quick notice, I would suggest going that way. One thing I will say, if you are really fighting that urge, you know, you want to spill the beans, you want to talk to somebody, I'd highly suggest you get involved in some of the online groups. I know there's lots on Facebook and I'm sure Reddit and other communities have their own, but there's so many different groups primarily for brides, but I think a lot of them are inclusive of, you know, all genders as well. And they're just a great place for you to ask questions and vent and rant and share successes and photos, anything from, hey guys, what, you know, nail polish color looks best with this dress for my engagement shoot to, I had a huge falling out with my mother-in-law, what do we do? All those sort of things. There's huge communities online who are available to chat with you, give you advice, answer questions, commiserate, support, 
everything you need that you might not be able to get because you're doing a surprise wedding and you can't, you know, ask all the other people in your real life. So you can go online and ask those people. And a lot of those groups are private. So anything you post there, you know, won't show up elsewhere on your feed. So no chance of anyone else in your real life finding out about it. Okay, my next tip is to try to plan your surprise wedding around a big event. So one of the big issues with surprise weddings is that you have to get people to come. So, but you can't tell them it's a wedding. So a lot of people plan them around, you know, big things like an engagement party or a birthday party or those sort of things. So try to pick something that really is, you know, big and monumental, something that people would actually want to attend. You know, they'd go out of their way, they'd get a babysitter, they'd get a hotel for the night, whatever they need to do to be able to be there. So, you know, maybe a big, it's a 40th birthday party, or it's this huge engagement, um, you know, extravaganza, whatever, talk it up. So it's a big event. So people actually want to come, which leads into my next tip. You need to have a plan to convince guests to attend. Now, I'm not saying that people don't want to attend your wedding or whatever you're calling it, a birthday, engagement party, summer barbecue, whatever. I'm sure people want to attend, but, you know, it's 2020 or whenever you're listening, people love to flake. People love to cancel on plans, not show up, last minute say, oh, don't think I can make it. I am one of these people. I won't do it last minute, but boy, do I love canceled plans and not going to things. <laughs> so if you are worried that some of your guests are going to flake last minute or they might think, eh, it's just a birthday party. I'll get them next year. I'm not going to bother and you know if they knew it was a wedding, they would actually be there, then you're going to need to come up with some sort of a plan to strong arm these people into attending your event. So that's why I was saying, you know, if you make it a really big event, oh, it's a 40th birthday instead of, you know, just, oh, it's the 41st, that might get people to be there. If you can sort of get your, you know, parents or whoever else is in your circle who knows about it to sort of lay a bit of pressure on them to get them to attend, that can help. I even think if it's a situation, you know, where the people have to fly or, or really go out of their way to get to your event, it might be okay to not necessarily let them in on the secret, but sort of hint that, oh, you know what? You are not going to want to miss this one. Like, trust me, you're going to want to be there. And they might have questions. You might say, oh, lips are sealed, but you're going to want to be there. And hopefully that's enough to get them there. Um, you know, at the end of the day, people miss events and get sick and can't come last minute. That happens for weddings too. So I wouldn't really, really, really stress about this, but try to have some idea of how you're going to convince people to actually attend. My last tip for planning a surprise wedding is just to give yourself the freedom to plan what you actually want. I think the fact that you're having a surprise wedding, so few people know about it. It's all about you and your partner. You're cutting out all this you know, stress and drama and expectations and pressure. That's so nice. That's such a freeing, wonderful spot to plan a wedding from. And it kind of lets you drop all those conventions and traditions and all the things you should do, you know, that you've seen in the movies, you've seen online and actually sit back and think, hey, what do we want to do? What does is, what is our dream wedding look like? So I really would encourage you to embrace that and sit down and throw everything you think a wedding should be or is supposed to be and figure out what you two want. Is it, you know, a barbecue and everyone's sitting in lawn chairs and maybe you pull up a screen and do a home movie screening? I don't know, is it a black tie event with a dance floor and disco balls? Whatever it is, you know, whatever speaks to you too. But just make it the party and the event and the celebration that you want and not what everyone wants for you. Those are my tips.
Thank you so much for listening to the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope you got some great tips for your own surprise wedding. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and review and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Remember, there is no wrong way to plan a wedding. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.